Hello and welcome to Career Center. I'm Kimberly White, Executive Director of the Community Career Center, a resource center located in Naperville providing job search advice to career changers. Joining me today is job search coach Brian Brandt to talk about keeping up with the pace of change. Welcome. Well, welcome, Kim. So nice to be here. Nice. To, uh, I'm glad you came. You came came from the north to come and visit with me here on the set today and share some great uh, tips with our job seekers. Um, before we start doing that, I'd love for our viewing audience to learn a little bit about who Brian is. So I'm Brian Brandt. I'm a chemical engineer. Uh, I've worked for UOP Honeywell in Des Plaines, Illinois, for 36 years, designing oil refineries and making them work. And so in those 60 countries, we we're doing you know, work that people's lives were at risk. So having the right people on the job, training them to do that job you know, safely, successfully, uh -huh. was really important. Uh, UOP gave us superb training, superb training. And so now I'm passing on that skills and experience to other people that are you know, out there in the job market looking for their next opportunity to shine. Yeah. And I know in talking with you earlier, you traveled quite a bit for, for work. Um, out of the country, and you want to share a little bit about that? Well, um, I've worked in, like I said, 60 refineries mm -hmm. uh, in 30 different countries, so there was uh, a lot of uh, travel. Mm -hmm. uh, one of those refineries was in Beji, Iraq, uh, in the time of the Iran-Iraq war, mm -hmm. and so I still question my sanity, like, why did I go to work in a military target of a country at war, of which I was not a citizen? Mm -hmm. Yeah, so even though it was a long time ago, you know, being this military target of a country at war still puts my, you know, heartbeat in the top ten. And fortunately, I learned some really good uh, lessons to hopefully make it worth having been there. And yeah, yeah, I'm sure. I I can't even imagine how long were you were you there? Yeah, you know, seven months. Seven months. All right. Yeah. Well, and, and, we're, we're glad you're back. Oh, go ahead. Thank you. And so with you know with all the travel, uh, most people you know envy that travel. Right. But when they think of travel, they're thinking of the club meds and the beach resorts <laughs> and places they're going to. And yeah. uh, refineries aren't typically built in you know club yeah. med locations. Pro so. Yeah, I'm sure not. I'm sure not. Well, so I know that you are doing a lot of work with um, job search work teams. So you're serving as a job search leader. Um, what are some of the things that you you teach or you talk to uh, those that are in those those teams um, about? Um, I know, for instance, like stepping out of one's comfort zone, because oftentimes when you're in a job search, you have to be able to do that. Well, to just to list them, you know, the top four, mm -hmm. you know, stepping out of your comfort zone, willing to, being willing to try something new, you know, networking, you know, ooh, is a, a, a big word. one. Yeah. And, you know, leadership skills, mm -hmm. you know, being willing to walk into hell for a heavenly cause, even if you're not the boss, do you look like someone that, hey, there's a challenge, do you step up, you know, to mm -hmm. attack it? Mm -hmm. uh, persistence, mm -hmm. you know, that, uh, and having a, 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 a frustration tolerance. Mm. That, you know, that uh, we had one person that came to the job search work team, and she was uh, uh, a computer software person. And mm -hmm. so you'd program the software, it works that way the same way every time. Mm -hmm. And she left the meeting like really distressed that the feedback in job search. It's not nearly that good. Right. You know, you put in an application, and does anything happen? You'll get a uh, call for an interview, and then maybe nothing will happen. Or, mm -hmm. you know, and like, what? So, having that frustration tolerance, tolerance. you want to know, you want to know, and it just goes away. Yeah, yeah, and that's hard to deal with for sure. And you said uh, also one stepping outside of one's comfort zone. That's really hard to do. And so, but it, it's it's necessary that yeah. you know uh, as. Uh, 
you know, the previous speaker said that, you know, the uh, adapt or die mm -hmm. and the world is changing and evolving mm -hmm. and that we were trained for one thing. We were very good at our jobs, mm -hmm. but then we have to do job search, work skills. You know, what does what that, does that mean? mean? Yeah. And so, and the world is changing, mm -hmm. you know, uh, Larry Bossidy is CEO of Allied Signal, you know, taught me if the rate of change outside the organization exceeds the rate of change inside the organization, the end of the organization is in sight. Mm -hmm. And so that when I graduated university, you know, if I only knew that now, I wouldn't still have a job. That mm. the software tools we use, the technology mm -hmm. is advancing. So how are we keeping up? Uh, and are we keeping up to show that we're current? How are we continuing to learn? Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's that's so so um, you know it's, it's so true. Um, you also mentioned networking, and networking is huge. I mean, you know, again, that's kind of stepping out of one's comfort zone for for some, but. Um, it's it's really what you need to do in order to land that next job. It's definitely, and so that you know, most of us we want to brag and show off our skills. Mm -hmm. uh, competence is demonstrated more by the questions we know how to ask mm -hmm. than the questions we know how you know to answer. Mm -hmm. One of our people on our job search work team, he just landed the consulting gig because mm -hmm. he was talking with someone, and they this was the owner of a company, and they realized this guy's the outsider, and he knows the questions to ask that me, even as the owner of the company, mm -hmm. didn't know to ask, mm -hmm. and so. Uh, and then people are more willing to help you if you offer first what you can help them. So mm -hmm. get out there and just that continual learning. And so, you know, at least show up. Yeah. So in other words, back to the thing you just were saying about questions, you really need to prepare questions before you go into an interview. Yeah, doing the research. You have to yeah, do doing that. Doing the research. Yeah. And, and if there's dead silence when, when they ask if you have any questions for us, that's just not a good thing. You know, you want to show that you've got some, you know, creativity, curiosity, mm -hmm. and that you did some homework mm -hmm. and taking the initiative to do something. Mm -hmm. And then just um, a little bit more on leadership skills, because um, not everyone's a leader, right? So, but everyone carries some sort of those traits. So people tend to think about leadership as being the boss, mm -hmm. but you don't have to be the you boss. Be if the you boss. see an issue, something that needs to be addressed, mm -hmm. do you step in or like, oh, mm -hmm. let's just wait, hopefully that mm -hmm. passes by. And so that, you know, which employee are you going to be most impressed by? And mm -hmm. if you're the leader, like, oh, you're the one that tag teams this mm -hmm. problem and leads things, people are going to be really happy mm -hmm. that you were doing it and not them. Mm -hmm. you know? yeah. I lead this job search work team and people will frequently say to me, Brian, you do such a great job. And we're mm -hmm. glad it's you and not us. And I say that's a reason I shouldn't be, you know, leading this team. Mm -hmm. That to show that initiative, you know, having a vision, seeing a place where the organization can go, where just this task can be done better, mm -hmm. uh, is an important skill. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so, in your job search work team, what are there certain um, words that you teach the, the the team that they need to um, know to kind of help them land? quickly? Well, the job search work teams that uh, I lead as part of the executive networking group mm -hmm. of Greater Chicago, mm -hmm. it's based upon Orville Pearson in his book, uh, The Unwritten Rules of the Highly Effective Job Search. Mm -hmm. And so the uh, that's the, the basis that we use and that the words that are important are the words that are in the job description. Mm -hmm. And so that, you know, one of the new things is that as, needing to know people that have been on a job for a long time, 
that the world of job searching has changed, and now if you're just putting in a resume because of discrimination concerns, uh, resumes have to go through an applicant tracking system. Uh -huh. And so the applicant tracking system is looking, do you have the right keywords? Uh -huh. Where do you find those keywords? Uh -huh. They're in the job description. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. And if you don't have enough of those keywords in your uh, resume, that it won't get past the applicant tracking right. system, and so it's never going to be seen by you know, right. a person. Yeah, it's really important for people to know that um, because that is how the resume is going to be kind of you know rise to the top, right? Yeah. Um, what else do you do as a, as a job search work team leader? Well, you know, it's share our strengths and learn from others. One of my you know favorite phrases is a well-rounded team is made up of people who aren't. Oh. And so we each come there with our different, you know, skills. Uh -huh. And so uh, we have a spreadsheet that's uh, out on the Google Docs. Uh -huh. And so we, we, we want the job, uh -huh. but we can't control that, but we can do the steps that lead up to the job. Right. So are people applying for enough interviews? Are they connecting with enough decision makers? Are they doing informational interviews? Uh -huh. And so how do you write your cover letter? What's the best format for a resume. So these are the things we cover uh -huh. in a job search work team meeting. Uh -huh. and I know, I know uh, the other thing you talk about is um, really focusing on soft skills, not just hard skills. You need to actually focus on both, but people tend to lag, or, you know, not focus so much on the soft skills. You know, the soft skills, like the, the leadership, the communication mm -hmm. skills, mm -hmm. you know, troubleshooting, conflict resolution, mm -hmm. you're dealing with, you know, people, and different people have you know, different sensitivities, and did you catch their sensitivity? Mm -hmm. so, yeah, yeah. That, that's really important. Um, why should someone join a, work, a job search work team? Yeah, I'm not sure why, but I know it's, it's too true for me and it's true for a lot of people. Somehow we find it easier to keep a commitment we made to somebody else uh -huh. than a commitment we made to ourselves. Uh -huh. So it's about and accountability so, and, and so all that. Yeah. It's, it's about accountability. And so on the spreadsheet on the, uh, the Google Drive, uh -huh that we put down what we did this week so we can talk about that, but we put down what our major activities are for the week coming up. Mm -hmm. And then the following meeting, it's like, did you follow up with these? You know? mm -hmm. yeah. it, I mean, I think that is a, also another big piece to people landing um, quicker. I know there's some stats around that too, right? So if you're part of a, a networking group or an accountability group, those folks tend to land you know, 25% faster or something like that. Yeah, I, I don't know the exact yeah. numbers, but I, I do know it's faster. That, yeah. you know, we meet Monday morning, 9 o'clock at the local library, mm -hmm. and so it's getting people that are out of bed, they're starting their job search, mm -hmm. they're getting revved up for it, and just the accountability. You know, you, you know, there's a lot of things you can do on your own, but uh, you can't do it as well as you can with others. Mm -hmm. You mentioned something. I want to go back to something you said earlier about the frustration tolerance. That's... Um, that to me seems like something that would be really difficult for people when because you don't want to show that you're frustrating you're frustrated when you are at work because that doesn't always look um, the best what are some things you can share that uh, might help others that can't seem to let that not show well one of the things that you know 
they recommend it all the time, but especially in job search, mm -hmm. is getting enough exercise. Mm -hmm. You know, do something to just work off that uh, frustration. frustration. Mm -hmm. But in part of it, part of it is acknowledging that's the reality mm -hmm. of the job search work mm -hmm. process, or for most people, mm -hmm. that you know, if your boss gives you a job, you do it. You know, when you got it done, mm -hmm. and there's feedback: did they like it or not? Mm -hmm. And in the the job search, there's so much silence. You know, mm -hmm. the, they said, oh, after the interview, oh, we'll get back to you. You know, oh, you wait a few days, you wait some more days, a couple weeks, and you know, sometimes you never hear, and sometimes right. three weeks, six weeks later, they'll come back and say, oh, we are interested in you. So mm -hmm. did the first candidate not pan out? Mm -hmm. but just be being patient, acknowledging that's part of the process. Mm -hmm. um, do you do a lot of... I think I know the answer, but I'm going to ask anyway. Uh, hand, you know, hand holding, uh, hand holding in in your team. Do you, you know, uh, make sure people are doing what they're supposed to do, or do you just well, allow them? Well, that's part of the you know the accountability. Mm -hmm. uh, where we meet, we have a projector mm -hmm. where we can put up. Uh, you know, people's LinkedIn page, and mm -hmm. so we'll go through that and take a look at that. And them. we do, I know critiques on that to help them. Mm -hmm. So uh, the we do resume round robins. The people come in with their resume, everybody gets a copy, and we have seven minutes to read it and make comments on it, and then we pass it you know, to the right, and so then we and, and see the next resume coming around. Mm -hmm. So at the you know, end of the session, you've got multiple people's comments on it. Okay. Um, the feedback on cover letters. So mm -hmm. there, is, there is help and right. assistance. Right. That's good. We're going to talk about that when we come back. We're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back after these public service announcements. I'll never forget the day our landlord called and said, read your lease. No pets allowed. My owner tells him my dog ate the lease, but that didn't work. And now I'm stuck in a shelter. But this pit bull is ready for a new crib. I'm loving, loyal, and play well with others. So don't be intimidated by all my muscles, because the biggest one I have is my heart. <laughs> That's right, I said it. They call me Prince like I'm royalty or something. But the places I've lived ain't no palaces. So I don't need grilled salmon or a new scratching post. Just give me a cardboard box and a can of tuna and we're good. You can even change my name. I'm cool being the kitty formerly known as Prince. Welcome back to Career Center. I'm Kimberly White and continuing the conversation with my guest, job search coach, Brian Brandt. Thanks, Brian, for staying mm -hmm. with us. Um, so we were talking about, before we went to break, um, why someone should join a, a job search work team. And you were talking about um, like kind of this resume round robin thing that you do. Um, that goes back to really people being able to, they really need to be able to step outside of their comfort zone because you have to be open to critique when you're in job search. 
and that's sort of life too. Yeah, and, and life, that yeah. if we're willing to listen to others, um, one of my mentors had said that if, if we see the world as it is, not as we are. Uh -huh. So that's a problem. Uh -huh. but, so if one person says something about you, it's them. If two people say something about you, maybe it's you. Mm -hmm. If three people say it about you, it's you. Mm -hmm. And so when we do this resume round robin, mm -hmm. you know, you'll probably get as many different opinions as there are people looking at it. Right. But you know, something along there is going to, there's going to be a theme that shows up. So right. it's more worth listening to. Yeah, absolutely. So you mentioned mentors. Um, that's I think it's very important to have a, a mentor. Um, who are your mentors? Well, in, in, in the job search yeah. area, uh, to name two, uh, Bruce Bixler and uh, Bill Burnett. Okay. And so Bruce Bixler is a, a LinkedIn expert. Uh -huh. I've been to several of his presentations because nowadays when you put in a resume, people are going to look at your public persona, uh -huh. you know, uh, your professional one, but then you know, check out Facebook too. Yeah. And so do you put things there that look professional right. or things that you don't want the job searcher right. to look at? And so uh, one of the lines that I like from uh, Bruce Bixler, as a coach, as a teacher, that people will ask him questions, but at a certain point, I know he's going to say, I'm not going to enable you. Some things you have to you know, mm -hmm. learn no, yourself, yeah. and then he gives a really good hint on how to do that. Right. So as you know, a leader of the job search work team, to make sure I'm not enabling you know, things that aren't right. you know, positive for people. Right. Um, do you talk to them about the importance of having a mentor as well? Is that part of your conversation at all? In your job yes, and it can be mentors that you're physically in the presence of or just right. how you keep on learning. Mm -hmm. uh, one of the job coaches says you should read 24 books in your job search. And so mm -hmm. what are the, you know, so that you sound intelligent, you have more ideas, how you're showing that you're mm -hmm. keeping up. So it can be someone who you're physically interacting with mm -hmm. or you know, are you, how are you learning from them? Mm -hmm. you know, things like this, right. uh, podcasts. Right. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So let's talk a little bit more about job search. So before you get that interview, because that's really what everybody wants, they have to have a resume, not just a, you know, regular old resume. They need a great resume. Share some tips on that. So my first tip on the resume is that you can write your own resume, mm -hmm. but you can't write your best resume. Mm. And the things that... I like that. Yeah. So, and the reason why is that the things that people look up to us as gods and goddesses for mm -hmm. are the things that we do every day. Mm -hmm. They seem natural to us, mm -hmm. but they're not natural to other people. And mm -hmm. so the... To me, to do your best resume, it's really important to talk to your friends and coworkers and say, you know, why do you like me as your coworker? Uh -huh. you know, what is it that you most admire about me? Uh -huh. And even though the resume is for finding a job, talking to your friends, you're going to find out what the soft skills uh -huh. are that relate to the job also. Uh -huh. So hopefully you're hearing a consistent message, right, when you're talking to people. Because then that, you know, when you talk about branding and stuff, that means that like your brand is kind of on point, on target, because the message is somewhat consistent. Did you say? Yes. And so uh, along that, you know, consistency that we still recommend that uh, w when people have a brand, uh -huh. that, you know, going through the networking, uh -huh. that a lot of us as we get older, there's a lot of hats we've worn and can wear. And so we go to talk to people and want to tell people about all those different hats. Uh -huh. But then the people in networking 
Brian does all these things. He's really good, but they can't say a message. Uh -huh. And so if you pick one of those messages or can find a theme to it, it makes it easier for the people you've met to repeat that story. Uh -huh. So uh, my card says CEO, Chief Encouragement Officer. Uh -huh. And so I'm known around the world for helping people achieve more than they ever thought they could. Uh -huh. And whether it's you know running oil refineries safely, uh -huh. um, or, what, excuse me, or whether it's helping people in a job search work team. Mm -hmm. So that's an example of my brand and CEO, there's a consistency Chief there. Chief Encouragement mm -hmm. Officer. Mm -hmm. I like that. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, okay, so you got the resume. Um, even before the interview, I mean, you're getting that resume together because you want that interview, but kind of in between, you've got to do that networking. And we've talked a little bit about that. Um, what are some other tips you could share to folks who feel a little uncomfortable with networking? Well, the, uh, the more you can be uncomfortable, the more you're going to be comfortable in the job that you want. Mm -hmm. And so the world is changing, and so that how are we keeping up? Uh -huh. um, I had one job where I had to, I was in Abu Dhabi and I had to inspect this oil refinery, uh -huh. a new, brand new process, you know, tens uh -huh. of millions of dollars, uh -huh. and the design book stood this high. And I remember getting to the job the first day and looking at that and like, how am I ever going to do all of this? But this book of design specifications was put together with screws through it. And I took apart this book and made it into three different books. Mm. And you know, was this a mental trick? I still had the same <laughs> amount of work to do, but now I had three jobs that all looked doable. Right. And so that whatever that big it's change is, you know, how do you break the really scary big change down uh -huh. into like, well, let's just push it this much. Uh -huh. And so it's, it's a life skill. It's a job uh -huh. finding skill. Uh -huh. And people have to really be intentional about that. Yeah. I really love that analogy you just... You just gave them. No, and, and to me, one thing that's really important is that most of us are never going to see the person that we're networking with at work. Mm. And so we're going to extrapolate from what we do see mm -hmm. to how they think they might be you know, at work. Mm -hmm. uh, in our job search work team, team Monday, we, one man, he said he was going to put together a portfolio. And at the meeting, we asked him where it was. And he said, it's at home. I'm not interviewing today. You know, and so what I've learned about him, he's not always prepared. Yeah. You know, another man said that he's got his backpack with him everywhere, whether he goes to church, whether it's a job search meeting or going to the grocery prepared. store, he's always prepared. So mm -hmm. that demonstrating those important skills, mm -hmm. you know, all the time mm -hmm. is important. So we know who we can recommend you to. Right, right. And you always have to be on your A game, even in a um, networking meeting, right? Because you never know. Um, all right, so... Resume, they've networked, and hopefully that's now gotten them an interview. How does someone relax? Because interviewing can be very, it could be a, that scary thing kind of out there. How, how, what are some tips to get some people to, to get people to relax? Well, I, I'm, I'm a big fan of Liz Ryan. Okay. And she's got a, a, two, a two million followers on, mm -hmm. on LinkedIn because she really says a lot of good things. Mm -hmm. and, and one thing that I like, that she said to relax in an interview. Uh -huh. When you're going into the interview, you're going in there as an equal uh -huh. because you're interviewing them for fit as much as they're interviewing you for fit. Uh -huh. And if you go in there as an equal, yeah. Yeah. You know, you're going to breathe better, you're going to relax, and you're going to present uh -huh. better. Uh -huh. Yeah. 
What are some other things you're, you're I mean, you gotta, you know, I think we talked earlier about the questions piece, but you gotta be prepared. You gotta do your research. You gotta do, do all those types of things in an interview. Well, another of the mentors was, yeah. you know, Bill Burnett. Mm -hmm. And I really like uh, his book, The Peak Interview. Mm -hmm. And so a common mistake made in interviewing mm -hmm. is that we think we have to go in there and brag. Mm -hmm. And that's a baseline, mm -hmm. but beyond that, they have to like you. Yeah. Yeah. And so how do you get them to like you? Mm -hmm. And so he's got three questions that set that up. And one of the first ones is that when you've decided I really am the best candidate and you've hired me in a year from now, you're mm -hmm. writing my review and I've had a stellar year, what are you writing in that review? Mm. And so one of the reasons for that is to make sure you're talking to what's important to the mm -hmm. person you're interviewing with. Mm -hmm. you know, the, with the legality of so many things now, oh, that job description they put out may not have been the most current one, but right. it was the one that legal approved. Right, right. And so that, or maybe HR put it together. And mm -hmm. so there's multiple points, but to the hiring manager, these are the ones that are important. So mm -hmm. you want to make sure that you're talking to what's important to the hiring mm -hmm. interview. Right, you right. Know, I applied for one job and it said I was the 114th person applying. Wow. And so how do you, you know, stand, stand out? out? It can yeah. be a branding statement. Yeah. One man, he was uh, a sales manager. Mm -hmm. well, there were lots of those. Mm -hmm. But through his uh, outplacement firm, they said he should call himself a revenue alchemist. Mm. And so now suddenly sales managers say, revenue alchemist? alchemist. I almost want to you know, call <laughs> this person in just yeah. to test him. And so he got the job. There was something wow. distinguishing. Uh, and so one of, the, one of the ways, that's the second question in the peak interview to distinguish yourself is that I know you're going to have you know, goals for me, but one of my goals is always to make my boss look good. What mm -hmm. can I do to make you look good? Mm -hmm. And so now suddenly, like nobody else has asked, unless they right. read the peak interview, right. haven't yeah, asked that question. Yeah. So like, I'm liking yeah. this person. That's good, yeah, that's some, some, real, some really good points you're bringing out. Um, so clearly you, you enjoy doing this. What, what else motivates you um, as you are going through kind of Working with clients and stuff. What are some other things? Well, the you know share your strengths and, and learn from others is one of my you know core beliefs, mm -hmm. and that I've had people you know show up in my life mm -hmm. that without my having to ask them anything, mm -hmm. they gave me input that I needed, mm. and so that. You know, so the people I respect and trust the most are people that ask and answer the questions I didn't ask but should have. Then I know they're my trusted advisor. Mm -hmm. you know, if they're going, only going to uh, answer the questions I ask, they're functionally you know, only my servant. So to show up in the lives of others to help them achieve more than they ever thought they could is what drives and motivates wow. me for this work. Yeah. Very good. So closing thoughts around uh, job search? and. Believe in yourself. Mm. Believe in yourself. The, you know, the, the feedback can be so poor and just believe in yourself and that what are you average everyday thoughts because it's just who you are uh -huh. or reasons that other people you know, look up to you as gods and goddesses and there's a company out there and a person out there looking for what you bring uh -huh. to the job market. It's so hard to do though, right? When someone is, you know, when you're, when you're in that job search, it's hard to kind of, try to have those positive thoughts, but it's so important to do so. 
That's one advantage of the job search work team. As, mm -hmm. as much as we're there to hold you accountable, uh -huh. did you do it? You know, we're there to, you know, one man, because he couldn't do something, called himself a moron. But uh -huh. you know, he had these great skills, but because he couldn't do that, he was more focused on that than this. And uh -huh. so just we're there to we're as, as much as it's an accountability group, it's a support. Uh -huh. I don't want to say a support group, but right. it's there to help people persist through the the lack of the lousy feedback system of the job search. Mm -hmm. And I think at the end of it all, people need to realize that there is an opportunity out there. Well, to your point, there is a company out there, there's an opportunity out there for them, and they just have to stay motivated and encouraged and, you know, be connected with um, groups that'll that'll help them. And then we're there, we're there to help and there's other groups mm -hmm. you know, like that out there or or get Orville Pearson's the unwritten rules so you know and uh, to have a good job search work plan. Yeah, very good. Brian, this has been great. Thank you so much. Thank you. All right. Um, I am so glad you joined me on this month's edition of Career Center. And to our television audience, if you are in job transition or looking for a job search or, or professional career advice, visit the Community Career Center at 1815 West Hill Road, Suite 900 in Naperville or search us on the web at communitycareercenter.org. Thanks so much for watching.